Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What is up, Gypsy Gang? Uh... Two apps in one day, y'all lucky. Uh, this new software system deal that I've been building uh, has been very productive for me. I was able to do two podcasts, edit them on the go, post them on YouTube, drop them when the embargo lifted on the Salt Lake City announcement. Uh, the first person I called to do a little bit of bench racing after I FaceTimed uh, Myrtle into the studio was old Whiskers Ben Townley. Uh, wanted to get his old salty reaction to... Uh, the news that Supercross would be doing seven rounds at Salt Lake City commencing June 31st. Uh, always value Ben's opinion. He actually is one of the few people that will literally tell you exactly what he thinks, whether he's sponsored by the company, whether he likes the right. He don't give a fuck. He just says it how it is. And that's why I like to call him about stuff like this because I know I'm going to get the real shit, which means you're going to get the real shit. Um, so, yeah. I'll roll into the ads from the Lucas Myrtle podcast that maybe you've listened to, maybe you haven't, because it's all the same sponsors. They're all legends. Uh, Thanks very much, Ben. Uh, As always, these podcasts are brought to you by the legends at Boost Mobile. Uh, Anytime you actually see anybody calling into the studio, uh, I have my iPhone hooked up to the streaming PC running Boost Mobile data. That's the most reliable way that I can get people in and out of the studio uh, remote. And yeah, so this is not an ad, like that's just literally what we do. Um, So Boost provides the internet uh, that lets our guests call in, which is epic. Um, Also supported by the legends at MX Store, their showroom is open. They are pumping orders out the door. Uh, The same day shipping still is in effect. Uh, You can head to mxstore.com.au for anything you need. Also tracks are opening up, so we need to start uh, getting the ball rolling. Uh, with getting those bikes out of the garage and onto the dirt. Uh, Also, to the guys at Thrill Seekers, uh, make the best seat covers in the game. You can head to their website, thrillseekerscollection.com, and use the code GYPSYGANG. We're also sponsored by the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. You can head to www.rivalincdesignco.com. Use the promo code GYPSYGANG for 15% off your order as well. I've got a couple more codes to throw out at you if you need some fist Handwear, the best gloves in the game. 
the best gloves in the game, made by the coolest motherfucker in the game, Sam Moore. Uh, you can head to fisthandwear.com and you can use the promo code FUCKJACE to get 20% off your order. And if you are in the market for some new flannos, uh, you can head to Dixon Quality. That's with two X's. Uh, DixonQuality.com.au. Use the code RAMPTHIEF and that's going to get you 15% off. Um, also, the guys at Cricks, uh, you can still buy a new or used car and go in the running to win that brand new KTM full bitty. Full bitty. Um, yeah, really appreciate you guys listening. This was a really cool podcast. Uh, and man, I'm excited. We will be streaming the Supercross Companions live from now on. So if you can't watch it uh, through your like TV provider or on the internet, you can watch us free on YouTube. Uh, really excited for it. This is this has got me pumped. Life's getting back to normal. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I don't know if this if you've had this feedback, but you know when I'm on a phone call with my ear with these things. So I don't normal. have them, bro. I'm not rich. I, I'm not anyway, on that Yamaha money. You're a gypsy. You know when I'm in my when I'm doing something. The I was listening to the um the Rob Beams Tall Borders one. It's yeah. it's quiet, hey. It's quiet. It's not, I've got it as wide open as I can go, and it's not loud enough. Yeah, maybe I need to mix it up a little bit, like make it. A I'm just louder. giving you some feedback. That's a bit of constructive criticism, eh? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's fine, mate. Yeah. I appreciate. It. Well, um, well, look, we're live. Um, we're we're rolling, mate. So I appreciate. What you is just... up, Gypsy Gang? <laughs> you know what's up. Represent. Buy the merch. Helps us out. BT Blue Crew. What's happening? Is this the 101 show? Or yeah, no, nah, not? Nah, not yet. We'll do another one, I reckon. I'll just because I'm fucking hungry. It's late. It's five. What time is it? It's five thirty here. Ben's half an hour late. Um, you would have seen on my stories this week that I just throw this old dog a bone all the time, give him a, the grace of a callback, and he just just shits on it every time. Then he's I've half an around, hour late to this. He wonders why we don't do nothing. I've been around him. Konski too long, mate. Too often around Ponsky. <laughs> that got a lot of a lot of laughs. Eh? A lot of people around Aussie just gave me the little laughing face. Oh, really? If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you know for sure. Um, righto. So I'm here with uh, I'm here with the the man himself, the real 101. Oh yeah. I'm, I thought I almost had some fucking beef with uh, with old Pingree the other day. You, what's your relationship with Pingree? It's sound. Sound as a pound. Good bloke. Yeah, well, he was good to me, so yeah, I had no, yeah, no, no gripes. Hey, why did you, did you rile him up about the one hundred and one? Nah, nah, I just, uh, I just had, I just got tagged in something. Someone, someone was just giving me shit, and then he, um, he jumped in and standard I was just day like, in the office. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, fuck, Ping, I don't even know you, bro. I thought we were cool. Like, are we cool? Do we have beef or what? I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, we need to talk about something. Oh, a little more detail would have been good there. Yeah, uh, someone was just roasting me saying that they can't listen to my podcast because I say like too oh. much, which I do. Oh. Yeah, so someone was, someone was mad out in the internet world. And uh, and then Pingree 
I think Pingree commented, I don't know, I didn't watch it. Um, I stopped after the 12th like. And I was like, oh, okay. What, 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 what's this? I think I seen some guy roasting RC and then RC just roasted him straight back on something about RC's standard cockiness and he's a shit commentator as well. And he said, thanks for unfollowing me and thanks in advance. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right, so um, this is a little special impromptu show. Oh, that's why this connection's so shit. Because I have to... The internet's so bad here. I literally have to hotspot to my phone, and you, I use Boost on these shows um, because the internet's so shit at our little warehouse. plug there for Boost, eh? How good it is a plug. It is a plug. Are, for are Boost. you on five G yet or a four G guy? Nah, man. I think um, I think four G. I think four G gives you two dicks, doesn't it? Or five G? I think everyone's freaking out. Is that what it is? I think so, but from what I can tell, I stopped paying attention. Um, I'll stop following the news, bud. I know, eh? Um, all right, so do you want do you want to hear this message? Yeah, I'll what read, is it? I'll read it. This is super cross, bro. This is what's happening Don't with you. Don't say like, otherwise people won't turn off. Wait, man, I'll read you like this text, like uh, like this. Uh, I got it from like you, you know, like, like a bomb. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, so I got this message. This is from Lucas Myrtle. Um, he, I don't know who he got it from, but um. I don't know if I'm blowing him out. I, I hate the reading texting. Like, I tried... I screenshotted your text the other day because I kind of don't really care what you think. But um, generally, like, I think it's a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of like a shit move to do. But anyway, um, hey, guys, update. We are racing May 31st in Salt Lake City. I can tell you we will not be able to leave and we are stuck there for three weeks. If you do leave, then you will have to be back there two days prior to the race to be tested again. Also, we'll have to be there two days early. Uh, we all have to be there two days early to be tested. Schedule is as follows. May 31st, East. June 3rd, oh, East. Oh, I'm going to look at my calendar. So it's May 31st. Yeah, yeah. It's in like oh, two weeks. Uh, it's because yeah. I think it's 14th today. So May 31st, East. June 3rd, East. June 7th, East. June 10th, West. Uh, June 14th, West. June 17th, East, June 21st, East-West Shootout and Series Finale. Ben Townley, what are your thoughts on that? Wow. That's massive, man. Crazy, eh? Hey? So, Seven rounds. What is it? Every, every three every, or four days? Yeah, it's like every Wednesday and Saturday, pretty much, I'm sure. Holy, no spectators, only industry only. Yeah. Wow. So what was the what's the total number of that? Eight all up. Seven rounds. Seven. Who does that who wins that title now? Just straight off the top of your head. Seven rounds in the four fifty. Well class. just straight off at, the top of my head, I just think straight away at elevation and I just think Eli. Yeah. <laughs> just for elevation. But so how big is that? How big a deal is that elevation? What what's Jason Anderson thinking about that? <laughs> oh, oh, too soon, Ben Townley. Too soon. Oh, that is gnarly, That's though. I didn't even stuff, think of that, bro. Oh, I think of all the good stuff, bud. You should know that by now. Yeah, no, um, this is why I come to you, mate. This is why you're the first call. Well, I'm just going to throw it out there that 
bashes a sleeper. Fuck off. He's a sleeper. Just because he's on yep. a Yamaha. All right. Let's say yep. whoever... Got nothing to do with Yamaha. Oh, he God. You're just so see-through, bro. He seems to be the only guy... Nah, so he's so see-through, bro. Listen, listen. I'm, I'm not really a Basha fan at all, to be honest. He's the only guy that it seems to me, just through social media and then those, some of those cool things I've been doing and whatnot, that's like, it seemed like he's been putting in some serious mahi, we call it in New Zealand. Doing that work, bro, that daily work. work. Yeah. Ah, so, but Should I mean... Innovation changes the game, man. Like so, yeah. How big a deal is that? Is that crazy? So what I, why I, because what sparks me to say that is because when did you watch that call with RC with the riders? No, I watched that, and it doesn't seem like many of them were really doing too much work in the last yeah. few weeks, months. Like they're all sort of like, oh, but would they say that shit though? Do you really? I, I, gen, I genuinely think that's sort of what, what they've been doing. And and uh, what I find strange about that is they're all going on about how, oh, we could have to, like, extend it way into the, into the um, you know, end yeah. of the year. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, when if they'd be racing now, they'd be training, right? Yeah. So that's what I found a little bit bizarre about the whole thing. They've all seemed to have really backed off because I don't know when they're racing, but the guys that have carried on cranking, I think the other ones that are going to... Elevations, I've said it three times, it's going to change change the face of the championship, man. Doing 20-minute motos on a supercross track at elevation is, is going to be pretty gnarly for the guys that haven't really kept up that high level of uh, yeah, yeah. training program, to be honest. I can't mm. see Eli, um, uh, like not, um, like not continuing his training anyway, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's just had a baby. Oh, he, he just had a baby. Well, he didn't. How did I miss that? Fuck! I need to look at Instagram, bro. I'm it's pretty bad that. when old whiskey's yeah, over here. Is uh, so is the one that everything I'm saying. What's that? I'm getting the back all of a sudden in the last 10 seconds. Oh, is that better? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I must have, must have touched something. Sorry, mate. Um, dude, I had no idea that, that he was having a, he had a kid. Yeah, he just, he, he him and his uh, lady just had a baby girl, yeah. Yeah, right. So I wonder, do you know how far Basha is out of the championship? No, I'm not saying championship run, but I'm just saying yeah. like could come in there and set the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah. So you think though? What about the dirt though? Because like I look at Eli. So what happens with the tracks? They change them every for every round, or how does that work? Or turn them around? Yeah, or? I'd say that it'll it'll yeah it'll just be a new track for for every round. But man, like. Well, how how long does it normally take them to build a supercross track? Because essentially they're going to have a three day turnaround. The dirt will already be Not in the stadium. Because so the biggest the biggest part of of changing a track, right? So when they you know you go to Anaheim and then San Diego, like one of the biggest components is actually hauling the dirt, the dirt. in and out, or the, yeah. the dirt 
coming in because it's got to be so strategic and how where it goes and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't I don't see um, the actual changing being like the layout changing. I don't see that being massive. And they're gonna have all of the you know you know they're gonna have all the dirt work stuff. They're all the machines. It's gonna yeah. be pretty straightforward. Uh, apparently, yeah. there's a. What's threat. the weather like there now? Is it? Is it? Yeah, not going to be good. I don't think. I think they're looking at like a few mud races. Because you know where they did that Moto Fight Club thing. It looked yeah. cold, there, man. That was in uh fuck. Myrtle told me where that was. Um, did it you was see like that a... all around campfires, gloves on, big jackets. Like it yeah. didn't exactly perform. Oh, so Myrtle like. Did... Myrtle did say where it was. Salt but, Lake yeah. be high, so I'm assuming it'll be pretty, pretty cold there still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, that's taken yeah, a so, bit to get my head around that that announcement. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to tell you before, man. It's it's gnarly. Whoever wins this title, they've won a weird championship. Yeah, but at least it may be weird uh, because of the circumstances and in real on general life but at least this championship is going to have you know it sounds like what is it 16 rounds or whatever yeah, it'll be rounds. it'll be all the rounds yeah and you're gonna have although you know that one venue i mean Anna, you know for example they go to anaheim three times yeah you know so like it's the same venue type of type of scenario so i don't think that i don't see it being that odd you know, it's very, it seems odd because it's the only time this is probably ever going to happen in our lifetime. But I don't see the circumstances of once you drop the gate, it's going to be a different track every three days. It's the same competitors. You yeah. Know, the, yeah. The biggest factor you throw in for, for guys that um, are going to be riding at the elevation, man, I sound like a broken record already. It's going to be gnarly. Yeah. And what you about gotta, recovery? Yeah, so I mean, you got to live up there now for yeah. what? How long was that Three timeline? Weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, and probably the hardest thing for a lot of guys, I or I remember when I raced at uh, Denver, is that uh, the timeline leading into it. You know, so the first, the first event. You know, if you're coming from Florida or California. And you go to that first one, you're going to be sucking big ones at the first one, and then you'll start to, I guess, acclimatize. And mm. uh, yeah, so that's massive. How many guys are allowed to go? Uh, I think the whole field's going. I don't think there's any restrictions on riders. There'll be no crowd or anything. I'm not sure what the. Um, I'd say they'll have to be quite a bit tighter on like media credentials and stuff as well. I'd say, but. I mean, it has to. It just has to function as a normal race. I mean, they got to have flaggers. They got to have dirt works crew. No, but the managers I, I mean, got, you know. how many like, how many? You know, they're going to do qualifying every like every. I'd say so. I, I I don't know. Like that. The only info I've got is that text. And I mean, even so, Myrtle texts me at. Uh, it would have been about one o'clock my time today, and then we didn't end up getting on a call until 3 30 ish you know like because we tried to sit down and call straight away but his phone was just blowing up obviously he's going to have both of the lawrence boys will be on the line it looks like hunter's going to be on the east coast 
Um, and then obviously Jet will be West. Uh, so yeah, I mean, even everyone's just trying to scramble now and like dudes won't be able to really ride during the week at, at this point because they're going to race in essentially three yeah, days. Yeah, well, but again, know? like everyone's in the same boat there, you know, it Yeah. Is, and that scenario. So, but, I mean, who's to say that someone doesn't like make a pop-up supercross track in Salt Lake sort of area, you know, and they have some type of a practice facility that everyone uses up there i'd i'd say that there'd have to be something anyway but i mean what would your game plan be if you were say like eli ken or cooper because i just want to point out i just want to look at the points because coop's not out of it um 2020 supercross points but essentially it's like it's probably realistically a two fuck i don't even know if you could call it a two horse race i'd I feel like you'd have to say Ken Cooper and Eli are in that championship, right? Yeah, yeah. What, how far behind this coop? Um, uh, twenty twenty. I can't can't spell apparently. So, um, what would your game plan be? Do you think? Uh, like if you had to race this. In terms of training and in the middle, recovery, all that sort of stuff. You'd, you'd just want to make sure that your your bike time between now and the 31st of uh, May is maximized. So what do we got? Like, you're going to have to work backwards, right? So you're going to have to be up there probably on the 29th. So, yeah, everyone has to be so there two days before there. to get tested. Right, so you got to fly the 28th, right? Uh-huh. So then... That gives you the 20 from now until the 27th. That's not very many riding days. No, because you've still got to recover in between as well. Two on, one off, two on, one off, all the way up there. You're only going to get in uh, two, four. You're sort of going to get, depending on weather conditions, eight to ten days riding between now and then and, Yep. It really uh, would be the focus for me would be making sure that, you know, bike-wise, um, just maximizing your bike time. Yeah. Because it, it yeah. seems that just you can only go by social media, but it seems that that hasn't been um, a huge amount of time for a lot of guys, certainly not on a Supercross track, that's for sure. Yeah, it yeah, seems like yeah, they yeah. sort of took well i was speaking to a couple of people over there and they were sort of back and forth and between whether outdoors was going to start or yeah. supercross was going to go first. and so they were really unsure and unknown and so they were spending you know a decent amount of time on outdoor tracks because obviously like every season you have that supercross run and then motocross you know starts two weeks later and you haven't done any outdoor riding and so a lot of guys were starting to do some outdoor riding put that time in and and whatnot yeah. so yeah but yeah, the biggest thing would just be right now you know you've got that you can set a schedule to start with which is something that you haven't been able to do and just you know just knuckle down really and make sure that you maximize those you'd like to think sort of 10 riding days minimum i guess that you could should really you know go to work and put in a, a heap of effort 
uh, and that's why that's why I'm saying the guys that haven't really slackened off, you know, I I, I really think that that's going to be a major factor and now going to elevation even more because yeah. if you have sort of really buttoned off, you know, it's going to be hard to, you know, you'll be rested and and whatnot, but you won't still have that same ability to, you know, down the stretch, yeah, down the stretch of those motos. When you're short of breath, uh, yeah, it's gonna, and it's gonna a lot of air to grab. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, All right, so, right. so points wise, um, Eli Tomac two twenty six, Ken Roxon two twenty three. So there's only three points there. Fuck, dude. So Cooper's at one ninety seven, so that's twenty nine points off Tomac. And then Barsha is one ninety five. Yeah. I uh I don't think that really I think it's a two horse race, really. I don't yeah. see anyone else getting in the picture really of uh, of that, to be honest with you. You know, like it's um yeah, it's gonna be hard for someone to make up that amount of points and you've gotta think that the two, you know, guys in that championship race are probably the two fittest guys in in the yeah. sport currently. So it's um, I don't see, you know, that changing too much there. Mm. Um, I'm sure, you know, Coop could. What's that? A, I guess if Eli got, uh, 30, well, if we got Mudders, dude. Yeah, no, that's a game changer. It always is. But if let's just work on like a scenario that Coop was winning, Eli was getting third, there is a, what's that, a five-point swing? Or, mm-hmm. or is it six these days? Did they change the points? Or? Wait, so say it again. So Coop's winning the moto. Is it 25 yeah. points still yeah. in US Supercross? And then 23 and for second, third 22 is... for third. Wait. Are you sure? No, so 25 it's points 20... for the win. 25, 22, 22 20. 20 for yeah. third, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so there's a five-point point swing for Coop. But he'd yeah. have to win, you know, he'd have to win a boatload of races, and I don't see that really being realistic, to be honest. Yeah, he hasn't opinion. won a boatload as it is this year. No, nah, exactly. So that's probably, you can, you know, not much chance on that one. Yeah. So then, you know, you go back to Eli and, and, and Kenny and, I think probably the biggest factor for Eli, in my opinion, is he's got to get himself out of the gate yep. and stamp his authority on leading from the front and with good authority at round one, you know, mm. because he, he renowned in this since he's been uh, with Cowie, at least, or, the, or as long as I can remember, his starting is so inconsistent, you know, mm. and, you know, with a three-point margin, you know, that has to be some, an area that he, you know, really takes hold of and says, right, I've got to get myself into the lead and, and you know, form that authority on this championship, take hold of this championship. And, you know, it's pretty, pretty common when he does start well, he, he races strongly. I mean, yeah. starts well for, it can just be in the top five and that's a, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, sh- pretty much an assurance that he's going to be first or second, you know. So, yeah, that's going to be a big factor for him, for sure. 
Um, I wonder, like, do you treat it as though it's round one again and it's essentially a seven-round series except Eli's got a three-point lead? Or because in my head, even at, I mean, I've never raced the elevation. I've been to Colorado, obviously, filming it and, I mean, walking up those hills and stuff. It is definitely gnarly. But I, I, I can't. I can't speak on the the racing side of it, obviously. But if I think about, let's say the last two years, I could be wrong on this, but I feel like uh, Ken in at round seven for the last couple of years has been ahead of Eli. So it's like I feel like Eli's the kind of guy that builds through a season. the The thing that I'm wondering is like, are we looking at this this situation now, like? as though this is Anaheim one, should we have our heads in the picture of, okay, we're basically at a one and we've got a seven round series. Tomac has a three point lead or is it because Eli is kind of better down the stretch in my opinion, um, especially like the last couple of years, but how do we look at it? Do we look at it as though this is still round what 13 or sorry, round mm-hmm. 11 or do we have in reality? At- it's been such a long pause. It's like a, it sort of like is a, a new season, start, right? Whether, yeah, whether it's round thirteen or or not, you know, it's yeah, it, it's yeah. But there's only two people really that can can win, which yeah. is not the case when you're at Anaheim, right? Yeah. So, so, man, I feel like I would bet on Ken to win a seven round series over Eli, just based on how he seems to start i feel like eli has to really build into um build yeah. into a season it seems like ken sort of doesn't it seems like ken can always come out and have the red plate for the first five six seven rounds of a season and it's been down the stretch that he struggled whereas eli it's kind of the opposite right you know what would be really interesting to know is if because uh, you know ken his his wife's family they're from salt lake, salt lake right? or yeah. utah yeah if he potentially gets up there in advance. Dude. I don't know, I'm just throwing sure, like, it out there because like for you know, he sure, goes bro. there he goes there quite often. Yeah. And and it would be interesting to know if guys like him and like I I almost feel a little bit sorry for Jason, to be honest. Yeah. Because that's gonna put him in the hurt locker big time. Going well, I mean, it might be dangerous to his health, to be honest. Like he, he, suff- yeah, yeah. he yeah. suffers from a condition, right? It's an actual altitude condition. His body just doesn't adapt. Yeah. But which is weird because he's from New Mexico, which is kind of, um, is, is at altitude as well, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's quite deserty there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know that you bring up a good Didn't, point. I wasn't whole thing strong about- in geography, but... Yeah, well, no, I definitely know that parts of New Mexico (laughs) Yeah, you're from New Zealand, bro, we know. Um, But, yeah, I know that Ken has access to Supercross tracks and stuff. Are we we taking up your time? Sorry, mate, is this... No, I was going to clean my... um, You got somewhere to be. We're taking up your time. I was going to clean my camera. I was going to lift my shirt, but then I didn't want to... Yeah, I'll take the camera off you for a sec then. I'll, I'll put the yeah, camera on me. Yeah, I'm sure you will. No, nah, it's on me. Trust me, I promise. <laughs> I'm not, it's on me uh, right now. Oh, you pussy. Um, yeah, there you go. Use the sleeve. Is that better? Oh, look, mate. That's amazing. Uh, 
space. Um, um, yeah, so I know that Ken I, has, Ken has access to tracks over to, there. Like, digest it a little bit. Uh, I think getting up there would be probably a key factor for someone like him. He'll go there tomorrow, I'm sure. If they're not already there, I mean, if 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 we know this information right now, then I guarantee Ken would as well. Um, and yeah, so the Savage family they they still live in Utah, and I know that yeah, Ken, I know that Ken does a lot of training and testing up there um, through the the preseason. I know he's got a lot of outdoor tracks there. I'm pretty sure that they have a Supercross track there because that's where. Blake crashed and hurt his back. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. So that that will definitely be something that um, will be, you know, interesting story to follow in the next few days because it's all, you know, people are going to have to make, or riders and teams are going to have to make some decisions on, you know, how they build up to this. And again, I hate to say it, but like it's going to be quite a game changer. Yeah. Um, going up, you know, to to that elevation to race full time, and yeah. I'm sure, like, even from a team's perspective, you know, I know I'm sure they put a lot of effort in when, uh, when they go there for one race, but you know, for Honda and Kawasaki, it's gonna be like gonna have to pull out all their stops and make sure that they've got stuff sorted and as good as they possibly can be to race. Um, you know, at elevation because that's also going to be a factor as, as the bike performance as well. Yeah. You know, we're talking about human performance. That's the great thing about Supercross Motocross is that it's that equal meeting point between man and machine. And, you know, that's very, um, you know, valid at, at sea level. But then when you go up, you know, you're, you're going to put both the, man and the machine under extreme circumstances you know so they're gonna have to put put a lot of effort and thought into that uh to make sure they're ready to go with their bikes as well yeah dude it's gonna be crazy to it's gonna be crazy to watch and then you got the whites class um i don't think that anybody is beating uh dylan ferrandez for the west coast title Um, probably not and like i can see jet winning a race in his comeback though those Yamahas are pretty, pretty good. The two fifties, yeah, they you are. know, like that, they're real that. good. <laughs> and um, so that's going to help them. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I remember racing my PC bike at elevation, and kind of felt like I was cheating at times. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. So. Yeah, well, it's, unfortunately, I was, it was good, you know. But, uh, you know, that will help in the lights class big time. Yeah, it's going to be a major factor for sure. And it seems like I, I just sort of – I haven't been real heavy on the social media lately following, but it seems like Dylan's been sort of putting in effort throughout a lot of this lockdown period, it seemed. I think he's Being just a right. grinder, dude. He's just one of those guys, I think, that just sends it 24-7. Yeah, I don't really know him, but just 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 from the little bits I've seen on social media. So, yeah. So yeah, he he's going to be probably hard to to peg back. Who's what's the points in that one? You need to have the stuff on a, on a whiteboard, man. 
oh, guys scenario. I'm understaffed here at Gypsy Tales. We have to make some. We have to make some what cuts, man, the, during um, COVID. What happened to the intern? She um, should be there right now, like. Nah, nah, it just doesn't work like that, eh? It's hard to find good help, mate. As you'd know on your tour, because you can't even provide us with fucking cold drinks. Um, Dylan Ferrandis, 135. Uh, Justin Cooper, 128. Austin Faulkner, 122. Oh. Um, Brendan Hartraff, one. Yeah, so I mean, essentially, you're looking at Ferrandis, Cooper, and Faulkner on the West Coast. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's a decent... I don't realize that Co- that uh justin cooper was as close as he is mm. i mean it's close but the way that dylan's been riding you know yeah but he's a pretty savage trainer Could. He, he certainly is. yeah well it seems you have to be to be as strong as he is outdoors it you know so yeah and he's then, definitely uh, not out of that no doubt yeah, what's happening for- on the east the East is tighter. I feel like the East is probably the one that we're going to be watching for the title race kind of deal. You right. know, I think that's... Wait on, we need to back it up. Go back to the West. Yeah. Is, uh, is this your show how now? Many races the, is, how many is your... races does Jet win? Is this the BT Worldwide show? Like, what are we... This, this is it. What it, so what was are the we question? On, is this a worldwide live thing or whatever? I don't know what this is, bro. This is just a bit of a random call because some shit has gone down. Um, what what do you want to know? How many races? Chalk it up right now. How many races does Jet win? And uh, how two. many rounds does he does he waste? Yeah, Jet wins two of these seven. And is on the box. Well, he doesn't essentially have seven. How oh yeah, true. Well, yeah, actually, there's only. Oh, that's interesting too. So there's only. Oh yeah. So he'll have. So there's three east that go first, and then two west, back to an east, and then an east-west shootout. So we only get to see Jet three times, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Right. I think he wins. Um, yeah, I think he wins a race, yeah. I could see him win yeah. an East-West shootout too, to be honest. I think he wins the last West and then the East-West shootout. Wow, that's a big call. I'm full of them, mate. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking? Over yeah, I think he dog? wins. I, I think he wins a race. Yeah. And yeah. what about what about Hunter on the East? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. He's... Uh, he hasn't when did he last race i don't even know when he raced last yeah i know it's been a minute but yeah, everyone no, he, says he, he's he just missed. as good as jet on supercross track yeah i know that's that's all good in a environment like that where you're comfortable and you know that's the track you ride all the time but uh you know it's a if you haven't raced in that long it's a different environment when you show up yeah and the gate drops you know so don't know. We'll have to. I don't really want to. I'm not saying that he can't show up and do well, but you know the when you've I've been in that scenario and that you know situation before, and it's it takes a minute just to get get yourself you know rolling again. Mm. Um, and then on the so the east coast, if it's all right with you, I'd like to read you the east coast. Yeah, can you can move on now? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ben. 
Uh, Chase Sexton, 98 points. Uh, 10-point lead over Shane McElrath with 88. Then RJ Hampshire with 80. And then Gareth uh, Marchbanks with 79. Yeah, I don't see anyone besting him. Chase? Nah. Yeah, he looks pretty good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anyone besting him at all. Shane's on a Yamaha. Honda's not the fastest bike at altitude. Sexton's a pretty big dude. West Coast dirt. <laughs> no, I don't think it matters. Yeah. The He's thing like, there's got to be, a, there's got to be like a mental factor with, Sexton, the fact that he already has that Honda 450 ride, he won last year's title. I just, you know, some dudes just start gathering momentum in their career and they just sort of, not like believe, I guess they just believe that it's like, oh yeah, well I'm just supposed to win and then they win because it's in their mind what they're supposed to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 he's, pro- he's definitely in a Ferrandis good is kind of like that for me this year as well. He's in a good spot mentally, for sure. Like in uh, what his program consists of, um, his team, where he's going with his team, in terms of you know to factory Honda as well. I think everything there, you know, he's in a real positive mm. space right now, for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. But then, um, you know, it it is. Uh, a cruel sport and it can catch up when you're just as fast as well you know so yeah that's true it's uh he's has been doing things correctly and and it's all seems to be heading in the right direction but you, you can never count your chickens or your eggs or whatever you say uh, yeah. in this sport before yeah um so mm. i think uh, that uh it'll be hard for shane now i think i don't he came out of the blocks real good, but he sort of lost some momentum there. And I, I don't really know if he'll be able to, to get back in that title race, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say next for you? I had a point, but you took too long to answer that last question. I started thinking about dinner. What about Faulkner? Um, I, don't, I mean, he's always fast, right? Mm. He's just crashed a lot, man. Mm. like dude last year i mean sexton shouldn't have won that title last year essentially like that was faulkner's title it looked completely unbeatable and then you give these dudes one sniff of you hand the title to somebody else and then you give them a whole off season to try and you know believe that they can beat you and he hasn't he hasn't been the same dude as what he was last year. Last nah. year was a, a world beater, bro. No. Nah. And so he was, I don't know if you'd heard, but... But I think everyone stepped up as well. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. But did you did you okay. hear that um, that if, if Faulkner won that title last year, it was likely that he was going to get that Cowie ride over AC even? No, I didn't. I didn't, no. Nah. Well, yeah, I mean, that... Well, I no, well, yeah, I heard that. Like, think about how different just the momentum of a dude's career is. Just like one injury, you lose one title. Now, Ferrandis is probably going to beat you on the West Coast this year. So, yeah, you know, it is it is it's crazy what injuries can do in this sport. Obviously, you know that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, big major impact for sure. What about AC? 
Oh, that that was Robot actually the question I was going to ask. Can AC win? Yeah, definitely. You think yeah. he'll win uh, one of these seven races? Yeah. Yeah, good starter. He's been starting consistently. Yeah. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think probably the you know, the biggest factor is going to be going going the distance for him, whether yeah. he can go the distance um under the you know those circumstances of elevation really mm. so that'll be that'll be the biggest thing for him but he's Man, had, honestly yeah like I, it's just the real winner in all this is just supercross in general we're going to be racing yeah. when nobody else the the talk is that um it's going to be on nbc not nbc sports so it'll actually be network television coverage um and it was something is that, that because is that because they don't have much else there's to, nothing to else, view yeah. at the moment? Yeah. yeah, there's just nothing else, man. And that I think it's a credit to Feld, the fact that they were willing to fight so hard to make Supercross happen. Like, man, Feld would have been working since it was Indianapolis that got cancelled, right? Was it Indy was the round that, where the, yeah, everything Indy, went down? They, they didn't fly, yeah. They would have been working on this deal for them to be racing at Salt Lake. Obviously, we heard it was going to be Phoenix first and now it's Salt Lake. They would have been working on that deal since the day that the trucks rolled out of, of Indianapolis. And I like, I mean, I'll fully admit that I've been critical of Feld. Obviously, there's work to be done for every organization. You know, it's sort of, if you're a media person, it's kind of your job to like see how the sport could be better and I guess comment on it. Um, but man, like, you cannot take anything away from would, Feld now for making this happen. Be, you'd be critical on your platform. They don't strike me as that type of guy. <laughs> I just hang around like <laughs> negative salty old bastards like you all the time. Yeah, no, it's a credit to them for sure. Like, it's going to... Yeah, I, I heard from someone in Europe and I... Uh, you know, you, you, it's hard to know what to believe at the moment, but... He was saying that it was going to be. He'd be surprised if they got the world championship up and running again this year in Europe. Well, dude, Europe's just a whole different animal, man. Because at least in America, you look at the outdoors or whatever. It's like they've got, um, they've got just state lines that they've got across. There's no kind of shit that borders. Yeah, border stuff, man. The fucking border yeah. things is the sketchiest deal, and, and I mean, you know how much I want the borders to open. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to get so to you, New Zealand. So you can come ride dirt bikes in New Zealand. Let's give it a pump up, pump it up now, bud. Well, go I want to go to Russia it. first, and then I want to go to New Zealand. <laughs> Why do you want to go to Russia, Jace? Oh, just the, fuck the riding in Russia is that good. Is it? Oh, unreal. How many motos a day can you cut there? Uh, oh, it's definitely one of those things where you like work your way up into fitness, you know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, Is it but... st stamina? Yeah, yeah, depends. Yeah, Look, depends on a lot of factors, man. Um, but yeah, I, I think that Aussie and New Zealand will be the first thing that gets opened. Um, that's what it's sort of looking like from our end. And the day that that shit is open, I'll definitely come back and have a ride for sure. Get over. Go on, but Oh, you know I'm keen. 
rest- just restarted my love for motorcycles, eh, that, that trip with you. Yeah, imagine what you'll feel like after you've hit the whoops. I groom. I was going to say, there's a fresh set of Supercross whoops <laughs> there this time. Like, I am ready, bro. <laughs> when Dylan rides that track tomorrow, I'm going to film it slow-mo and it's going to be just like like gypsy tail tags all down the side <laughs> of the video. <laughs> oh, dude. I'll just, you know, i got my coach, Ben. I'm going to drop my heels. Ass is going back, <laughs> head's going over the bars, and just hey, 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 hey. That's it. See, in your mind, you're there. Oh, that's, mate, that's like most of the battle. Believe and achieve, bro. Believe and achieve. Um, yeah, and he was like, oh, I don't know if I don't know if the championship in Europe goes ahead. Like, so going back to where you are with Fowler, it's a yeah, it's a testament to to what they've been able to achieve. It does. To me, makes sense that it can be achieved though with a with an arena with the size of the bloody hotels that America have. Yeah, um, there is no major restrictions with with borders, so to speak. Of um, yeah, well, so I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me that they've been able to pull this off. To be honest with you, yeah, well, they're flying, man. Like Myrtle flew from wherever that um, wherever that moto fire club thing was myrtle flew from there back to uh he lives in orange county or san diego so i mean it's not like you can't fly over there right now yeah right so yeah yeah, man crazy times but yeah i I wanted to um, i wanted to get your thoughts on it um with a fresh reaction to to um to the news i don't know if i've provided that much uh insight to be honest it's gonna be yeah it's unprecedented really to be to be honest mm. what you know what they're doing you know it would be it would be kind of quite a bit different if it was in in anaheim that would it would really be quite different but How it's kind mean? of a really well it, it's quite remote you know doing it there there's no yeah. like doesn't seem a lot of practice facilities or or you know places for people to riders to practice on days off Um, there's not going to be many days off man yeah but when you ride supercross you ride a lot you know you're really in tune with with the bike you know like and when you're riding um for example a, a saturday to a saturday schedule you're you're generally on the bike monday Tuesday, Thursday, you fly Friday and uh, Sunday and Friday. So you, you generally got three days on the bike. Mm. And then you obviously you race Saturday. So that's four days on a bike every seven. So, yeah, I mean, if, if no one can ride, then everyone's in the same, uh, you know, everyone's in the same scenario there. But it just yeah. really, there's a, that, that's quite probably a major factor of, I don't know if that'll be a rule or a gent- gentleman's agreement, you know? I'm not yeah, sure. no one rides through the week or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting, too, that if if Coop doesn't win the title, then this will be the first time in, you'd have to go back a while, that the a champ didn't come from the Baker's factory. Yeah. Yeah, a major one, for sure. A, a long way back, yeah. Like yeah. who would be and the last uh, rider to win without that? James? Imagine, 
uh, didn't he? Uh, who 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 was the last rider that didn't win from the Baker Street? When did he win? Did Reed win in two thousand and nine or eight? Was it? Yeah, maybe it was Chad, really and maybe know. the year that James won, he was without him. Yeah, no, he was on the Yamaha, was it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, way, it's um, been a long ass time, right? Yeah, yeah. And what's I think probably the biggest story in that is Eli or or Kenny finally winning a championship in in Supercross. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's been crazy a long time coming. Eli turned pro in 2010. Ten years raced to his win first Supercross in 2011. So, yeah, it's gnarly too. Long because time coming, eh? Essentially, man, like both of those guys heading into um, heading into Anaheim one. It's like if they didn't win this year, then it would be it's a problem. They're supposed to win. Both of those guys to to be in 2020. And Eli Tomac but, and Ken Roxon don't have a championship. That's kind of gnarly. How cool is it for the sport, though? In those, in that respect, you know that we're still waiting for one of them to win. It means that you know, it's there's a, you know, yeah, there's a lot of good guys out there, and you know, obviously Cooper coming to the fore last year as well. It's it's created a real interesting and and uh actually gets you more i think gets you more into it than it has in the past when you've got guys dominating and you know especially like you sort of you know had those sort of runs like dungy had where it sort of gets and it just becomes a little bit of a procession you know yeah yeah and uh it's cool now to have that excitement back within this the last like we've had now for the last couple of years i think Mm. it's been it's given a given the series a good good shot in the arm, in my opinion, for excitement and, and general interest. That's for sure. Yeah, and then you look at you've got three dudes that, assuming Coop doesn't win the title this year, you've got three dudes in three uh, different years that have won the championship, and we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we saw three guys, three years? win the title and you have to go back a long long way well well we probably had that i think it went um reed 08 james 9 and then dungy 10 yep yep i think that was you know but then before that holy crap you have but to go a long long that, long way back. but even then chad was a multiple time winner james was yeah that's, james so, that's kind two, of right point getting to yeah like it, you have to go back into like the early 90s yeah before mcgrath yeah yeah so mcgrath went on a run rc went on a run and then yeah, yeah you had those couple of years and then you had the ryan's went on a run yeah yeah right. yeah it's a it's a great it's a it's a cool scenario it's a really, yeah. really cool scenario, in my opinion, and gives uh, sort of certainly from my perspective with, you know, my my two young lads, they, they're super excited in it because, like, it's still, it's still a nail-biter, you mm. know, all the way to the end. And, you know, I think that's 
that's important for for Supercross, you know, to keep that interest in there. That's something that we missed for for a number of years. I know um, certainly through the those Ryan's area, you sort of just sign off because, well, you know, it's just it's a procession at that point. So, mm. yeah, and I mean, essentially, we're we're kind of getting like this mini seven round Supercross series. I I sort of wish. It wasn't at altitude. I, I feel like Salt Lake's probably the last place I wanted it to be. Um, if it was Phoenix, I think you bet on Ken. If it's Salt Lake, I think you bet on Eli. I feel like that's one of the beauties of motocross and supercross is that you sort of the track never really plays into any one person's advantage either way. I mean, unless you're like fucking Mike Dowd or Doug Henry at Southwick, but it, it feels yeah, like... I don't, I don't know if it does in this day and age, to be honest with you. I really don't think it does, unless it's... I what mean, about Salt Lake? Though? Even like... That, I, well, that's... Yeah, but that's a... That's a kind of a different... Uh, that's got like... It's like an, a little bit of a factor on its own, just because it's not purely the track yeah. type of scenario know what i mean i don't know that's a it's a strange type of a factor in the whole yeah, and that and that's what i mean though is it's like there is going to be this kind of weird thing that ends up kind of having a playing a role in the championship yeah okay but it'll be interesting to see if like other people or you know other journalists or you know podcasters i don't know whatever you call it but the, if people see it the same way that we're talking about it maybe it's just me that's just just gone off on a tangent like this but to me that's the most oh, that that's the biggest storyline here right now in my in my opinion but who am i i, I totally agree yeah i think that it's i think it's huge like it's matt going into that first round it's just advantage tomac he's got a three-point lead and he's at elevation for three weeks and uh, just it's a huge advantage to him i think that if it but and then again like that same well, i think he thing. just goes he goes to salt lake one if that's what you call it because it'll be salt lake one two three yeah whatever slc one and i think he just there's nothing changes for him like in yeah. his mind he's just going there as a normal race yeah and for everyone else it's a little bit of a different scenario unless they pack their shit up and they get up to salt lake in the next mm. 24 hours and put themselves in that environment um yeah. yeah well sweet as bro what else is going on mate uh it's late for me man it's coming up 8 30 i want to put the head down you do i've go been going pretty early eh? oh whiskey's over here shuts it the shaka mat is that what it's called you know yeah. those those shucky mats or I don't know what they're called. They're like those mats that have got needles and you lie on them. What? I don't know what they're called. Shakti mats, are they? Like, what is it? Give me more. You lie on it. Do you want me to grab it or not? What does it do for you? Does it like help you back or something? Yeah, just just kind of helps you relax, and so I just lie on the floor on it, and it's gnarly. It hurts, man. Oh, so it's like painful, uh, painful Tapuki Thunder, because like Tapuki Thunder will relax you. But you don't yeah, have but to it's get... not painful though. Oh, no, you don't have to go <laughs> through the pain, bro. 
experience of going in pain and the hurt locker. Oh, that's funny. Mm. So yeah, just a bit of bit of body prep, keeping that old those old limbs mobile before before you go and have a bit of a nap, and then uh, wake up, have make yourself a cuppa. I'm gonna go riding tomorrow. Oh yeah, whereabouts? Uh, I'm gonna go over the hill to a private track. Yeah, right. Yeah, how much? Good. When's My the last time? This is so good. Uh, long time. Really? Shit, two weeks. Yeah, it's bad at the moment. New Zealand's not real, uh, well, certainly in this area, it's it's not in great shape considering the time of the year. It's green, but it's just not, not enough rainfall at the moment. So pretty crazy. Yeah, we all know you like your rain, mate. Riding conditions are, are, are decent, though, because it's like short days, quite cool. Like it's, but, Oh, like it stays yeah. kind of moist. Yeah, yeah. Good shit, yeah. mate. Well, um, yeah, we'll maybe try and get you back. Um, we'll do the uh, we'll do ep- chapter one hundred and one of the podcast, especially reserve. Or maybe I'll just call Ping. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon he'll answer? Yeah, he'll answer for sure. Nah, he's not answering. Eh? He's like, no. Nah. He looks at yeah, nah, like I, fuck. I like. don't deal with gypsies. Just that's it. Probably the move, eh? <laughs> Hit that red button. Right, I did. I'm off to bed. Nah, good chat, mate. Appreciate it. Glad I could drop a bit of uh, bit of uh, yeah. a scoop on you. Well, 59 minutes, 15 seconds coming up. Shit. You're going to you have to it. carve that segment up, eh? Nah, nah, should be right. That's too much Spice work. Spice this, like that yeah. out. Go home. Okay, Buzz. Post it up. Good to see you, mate. Catch up. Catch up. Right, eh? That was uh that was the man himself, Ben Townley, the real one oh one. Um all right, cool. Well, I'm done for the day. Uh six thirty here, made a couple calls, got a couple reactions on uh what is going to be a seven round supercross series uh in Salt Lake starting on the thirty first of May, uh and going for three weeks uh into June. So BT seems to think that Tomac is going to have a massive advantage. Um, and I would have to agree. Elevation is no joke. He's very used to it. He brings up an interesting point about uh, Ken and his uh, his in-laws uh, actually bait, like from Utah. I know he spends a lot of time there. So um, maybe those two top dudes are like the best position to actually, um, yeah, to actually make this whole championship deal happen so um thanks everyone for watching uh subscribe uh and turn on if you're on youtube turn on the post notifications uh, and then that will just like give you a an inbox and make sure that it comes up in your feed uh so that you don't miss any of this action uh i'm very interested in this supercross series obviously uh and i'm going to be watching it very closely trying to bring you guys some really cool content um but yeah thanks very much for joining us and uh stay tuned because there's going to be a bunch more uh, that we'll be putting out uh, over these next couple months. So I'm stoked. I'm fucking pumped. We're finally going get, to get to go racing. Uh, Supercross Companion will be back. We'll be doing it live. Uh, so you'll be able to tune in as well uh, and watch us carry on uh, while we watch these races. So uh, thanks very much, everybody. Peace. Love you all. Bye.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.